0: Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is... You aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of Relatable Thoughts. This is episode 87, if you can believe it or not. We're almost to 90, and then that means we're almost to 100, which is kind of insane (laughs) to think I've done... Almost a 100 of these were half the time I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and the other half of the time I really feel like I know what I'm doing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, it's kind of amazing just to think how much time I've spent on this podcast and really uh, loving it. Uh, I get asked all the time, like, like how would you get into this podcast? Do you like doing it? Like, um, like how did you even do something like this? Like, <laughs> And I'm just like, I don't know. I just... I always wanted to do it. I don't know. I just think that's a really cool process that I've really learned over the past couple of years is that, like, if you want to do something, just go for it. And who knows how amazing it'll become. Because you can't see what is going to happen when you do something. You can only just go off of your desire. And by some means, by consistent effort, by continuing to do things, even when you don't feel like doing them, amazing things come to pass. It's it's honestly astonishing. And we're going to kind of get into that a little bit because today I'm talking about the concept of failure. I wanted to talk about failure because recently I've met with a couple people in wonderful free coaching calls and also the clients that I currently work with which are amazing. We've had so many amazing experiences just breaking down Um, mental and emotional barriers, thought patterns, and helping with racing thoughts and processing emotions and going after big goals. But one thing that's continued to come up is this idea of failure. Like because of a certain thing, a certain behavior, addiction, or just because of events that have happened in my life, things that honestly might even be out of our control were failures. Like we didn't measure up to what we originally expected or what others expected of us. So I really want to hone in on this idea of what is failure, but more importantly, when we choose to label ourselves as failures, because I think there's a, a, an important difference to this. When I'm talking about like experiencing a failure or having a failure in life, there's nothing wrong with that. It is simply just a definition in our mind that we've created as failure. Um, So like if you expected to get an A on a test and you got a C, you could call that a failure. Okay, that's fine. You could also just say that was a success if you really wanted to. It all just depends on your perspective. But I imagine in that case, you want to kind of call it a failure. If we didn't call that a failure, then it means you didn't expect any different. You're just like, oh, I got what I expected even though you really actually expected an A. And so it's just about being honest with yourself. You are allowed to experience disappointment. You're allowed to experience anger and frustration with certain outcomes in life when they don't turn out the certain a, a way that you wanted to, especially when you put work into it. You know, like if so, you ask someone on a date and they reject you, you're allowed to experience kind of failure in that moment, disappointment, frustration, these sorts of emotions that are attached to failure, which is really just kind of like, a thought failure is really a thought and we have emotions about that thing so the fact being like you know someone said no do you want a date you have a thought like well that sucks like failed in that respect you're not thinking that's a failure but you're thinking that it didn't go the way you wanted it to oh that that's disappointing it didn't go the way I wanted it to then I feel frustration okay that's just kind of getting the model really clear in our eyes and so what I really want to get at is what happens after this moment you know of course we're going to make mistakes all the time and I would love to dive into that more I think in future episodes how we deal with small mistakes how we deal with these setbacks but what I'm really focusing on is these kind of big long-term things that we think are just failures like if you were to fail a class or fail multiple classes or fail in a certain aspect for a career or like things that just kind of happen to you you have an injury that prevents you from something or you have certain financial situations that are just upon you you live in certain world circumstances um and, or certain things with our family have turned out differently than we expected what we call facts and our thoughts about them that we create as being f- failures in our life and then how we make those mean that we are failures I mean, and I'll be honest, the easiest example that I can pull from my life right now and just what I see is the idea of being single. It's really easy in our day and age, especially as young people, especially if you're active in a church or like the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, like me, or like in any other church setting. It's really often pressured upon people to not be single or rather, in other words, (laughs) to get married, to get in a relationship, to go out there, find someone and then, you know, like go start your life basically. And it's as if you can't start your life until you're not single. Okay. And so for those of you who don't know, I'm single, you know, 25 years old sitting here. And that is different than what I expected. That's entirely different than what I expected. Now, this podcast is not going to be me complaining or talking about that in any respect. I'm just using this as an example. So don't walk away from this being like, I do not want to hear this right now. This is like just not. And I mean, you're allowed to do whatever you want, but I just wanted to give you a fair warning. This is not everything I'm going to be talking about. I just really wanted to harbor on this idea because I feel like it's so easy to identify that we label ourselves as failures for the simple act of just like not being in a relationship. We take the fact that it's different than what we expected. And so we have a thought about that being like, oh, that's different. Like, that's kind of disappointing. Like, yeah, I am kind of sort of disappointed that I'm not, haven't found someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And so it was super easy years ago um, to think, yeah, I'm a failure. Yeah, I messed up. I ruined my life like this or like clearly I'm not doing anything right so maybe I'm the problem. I'm a failure. You see, it's so easy to take something that's perfectly normal and natural, the idea of failure, which honestly should be a more a part of our life. The idea of encountering mistakes, encountering disappointment and growing from that. Taking that pain in which is totally normal and natural, and not letting it hurt us even more, but rather letting this grow. Instead, what we more often than not do is that we take a mistake, something that's kind of small and insignificant in our life, and we make it mean everything about us. We put a label on ourselves. The issue really comes when we label ourselves as failures because then we limit ourselves in that kind of definition, we are stuck in that, and there's no room for anything else. When we call ourselves a failure, we are, in any kind of respect. Whenever you label yourself as a failure, you just limit yourself in your mind as that, and therefore you will only continue to see yourself as that. When in fact, again, one of the greatest truths that I want to emphasize on this podcast over and over again is that that thoughts are not facts about life. Your thoughts about yourself are isn't the truth. The truth is out there. Yes, there are facts that are out there. Yes, okay? So like right now, I am 25 years old. Yes, I am not in a relationship. Yes, those are facts. What do I think about that? Yeah, I'm maybe allowed to be a little disappointed, but I also don't have to let that thought jump into i'm a disappointment you see the difference there you see that yes we can experience disappointment we can experience an emotion but i am not that because when we kind of condemn ourselves to a singular idea of failure we limit ourselves as that and then as i said before everything else we see because guess what if you think you're a failure why would you ever try again If you label yourself as a failure, it's really easy to understand what your purpose is. And that sounds really sad, but it's honestly true for any kind of label. We like to label things as human beings. We want to know what people are. Are you this kind of career? Like what career are you gonna be? Like what do you wanna be when you grow up? I need to understand who you are and label you. Even though as human beings we're incredibly complex, we have a full range of emotion that we cannot even begin to comprehend entirely. We have unique thoughts every single day. Our brains are far more powerful still than computers. Yes, computers can move quick in certain computations and stuff, but we can think complex. We can create things and do problems that the computers still can't even try to achieve. They're trying, but they still can't. (laughs) So we still got the upper hand. (laughs) Now, just pointing out this idea that we are far more complex than a one or a zero binary or black and white or like good and evil. We're a combination of those things over millions of different choices. We are so unique, yet our brain wants to classify everything. We want to organize everything. We want to make things easy and simple for us to process information. It's just as simple as that. And so when something comes around, when like, are you introverted? Are you extroverted? You just choose a label. And then some people are like, well, I want to be introverted and extroverted. And I was like, okay, great. There's sometimes a reason we don't like labels because we feel like we are different than that. Sometimes we love labels because we feel like it helps us be a part of a community. So like labeling yourself in part of a religious community or labeling yourself part of a political party or labeling yourself as like part of a nerd fandom those things, when we choose to label ourselves like, yeah, I'm this kind of person, that helps us belong with people. But when we label ourselves, we also run the risk of saying we are, aren't are everything else. We say we're just this kind of person. And it's, that's always the way it's going to be. And it's kind of finite and limits us from change. So I encountered this earlier this week. I was like, walking around my room and recently I've been called to in my church to more of a secretary position which is something very new to me Um, and typically I call myself an unorganized person like yes I'm on the ball but with me my organization is chaos and these things that I'm saying to you right now I'm saying them to you as if they're facts like right now I'm looking at my room I see clothes on the floor and I'm like well I'm an unorganized person that's not true just to simply put, that's not that's not a fact. Someone would very much look at my room and be like, wow, you got your life together. Or not even that. That's not even related to organization. But that's the first thing that came to my head. And I'm going to keep that, honestly, <laughs> in the moment. This is awesome. Because just see what happened there. My association with organization equaled you have your life together. Therefore when I call myself an unorganized person I make that equal you are not an, you don't have your life together meaning you are a failure just from some simple thought that I just treated as a fact that I'm unorganized when in fact that's just a thought I could easily just look at my room and choose to believe like wow I have my I have my life together I have everything organized or I could also just choose to think like yeah I have some clothes messy on the floor but that has nothing to do with how my life's going it's just the I just chose to leave my clothes on the floor because I didn't want to put them in the laundry or something like that I chose to leave my office kind of a mess because I choose to do other things rather than making it mean that I'm a problem labels are just a choice they're a decision when you call yourself something it's just a choice You can call yourself introverted. You can call yourself extroverted. That's a choice. Now, I'm not going to say that you are probably more aligned to certain choices. Your personality probably goes along with certain things. You know, there's still a whole debate between nature and nurture and how we develop these things and whatnot. I fully ascribe to the belief that you can change anything you want. You can choose anything you want. Emphasis on what you want, though. It's always going to come down to what you want. If you want to be introverted, be that. If you want to be extroverted, be that. If you want something different than what you currently call yourself, it is perfectly available to you, yet your brain will resist it because you're like, this isn't who we are, (laughs) right? And so going back to the idea of failure, if you label yourself as a failure in a certain aspect of your life, Your brain will resist you trying to change that about yourself, trying to change the dynamic and in loving yourself in that kind of area. This is why how you label yourself ultimately matters, and how you think about your life, the facts of it, and if you call them failures, and if you let that mean that you are a failure. To make my point absolutely clear, you are not a failure. For failing a class, failing a test, multiple times even. For failing even out of college, failing even out of high school. You are not a failure if you have so much anxiety that you get sick. If you're depressed, far from feeling. If you feel lost in addiction or just like bad habits that you just wish were different. If you feel like you've ruined a potential career path or squandered away your life. In frivolous things or if you feel like you've lost the person you wanted to spend your life with or if you feel like you just aren't the kind of person that's lovable when you have these kinds of circumstances and thoughts you are not a failure you are far beyond that no matter what if you feel like you will never accomplish anything you set out to do in your life you are only a failure if you say you are, if you tell yourself you are. If you associate, even when you make mistakes, even when you experience failure, you can failure-proof your life in meaning that you aren't a failure. You could very well have everything in your life and still think your life is a failure, still think you're messing up, still think you don't have what you're looking for, it is possible. And in fact, a lot of us suffer from that in that we are doing amazing things. We're putting ourselves out there in the world. We are accomplishing our goals. We have everything that we kind of ever wanted, yet we still think we should be more, think we aren't good enough, and and that leads to thinking that we're a failure. So there's a good reason that we do this and calling ourselves a failure is that because we're just trying to identify the problem. We think that this is going to help solve the problem because we're like, oh, okay, you are the common denominator in all these circumstances, <laughs> meaning you are the problem. Not my thoughts. No, it's it can't be the way that I'm thinking. It's like you are the issue at hand. And the way I like to describe that is that it's like calling the detective the murderer. Sometimes the detective is the murderer. Sometimes, you know, you might be at the point in your life where you're like, yeah, I guess I am the failure. But it that's not always true. Most times it is not. Most of the time the detective is not the murderer and it just distracts the case if you call him the murderer. <laughs> it just makes everything way harder to figure out what is actually going on and that's what's going to happen when you call yourself a failure. You just are going to confuse yourself. You're You put yourself in this position where you don't even want to look at what's going on because you feel so much shame about it and you'll never actually figure out how to get the thing you want. Whenever we label ourselves, we pigeon ourselves into the limit of we're a failure and we stop. We just don't grow anymore or we don't want to look at what's actually going on. And so when it comes to like, going back to my single example, you know, I could take full stock of my life. Like I could just look at, okay, every relationship I've been in, you know, what went well, what didn't go well. I could put myself out there, you know, more on going on, kinds of dates, you know, Figuring out the person I want, get a coach. I could, you know, I could just go all in on myself and like really just continue to love myself and understand that, you know, as I feel better about myself and make myself more attractive to other people. But if I say I'm a failure, then why would I try any of that? You know, might as well just give up. Those ideas and thoughts don't enter my mind when I say I'm a failure because I'm not open to them. So what's the solution then? When we're stuck in this idea that we are a failure, when we call ourselves that, I say it's be honest. Okay, things are turning out differently than I expected. Okay, I failed. And what? Honesty requires both sides. It requires both the positive and the negative. It requires you looking at usually the negative first, but there's also a positive, positive. That you are always avoiding, usually, because we just want to jump into, oh, I'm a failure. Instead of looking at, okay, I failed in this, but also where did I succeed in this? It's never just one thing. Even if someone says no, do you want a date? Okay, I could call that a failure, but I could also call it a success because I put myself out there. I honored my desire. And I, you know, that person was able to honor their agency and their desire. And we can go on our merry way because, you know, I wouldn't have wanted to be with that person if they didn't want to be with me. Let's keep on going. Yes, it still hurts. But you are not a problem anymore in this. Yes, you're having an emotional experience, but you are not a problem. You are not a failure in it. In fact, you were successful. You can feel good about yourself even if in the moment you feel bad. Honesty requires looking at both sides of the coin. And I love this when it comes to the concept of failure. Yes, you didn't meet your expectations. Guess what? We're not good at guessing things. (laughs) We can't predict how things are going to go. You can't predict the future economy. You can't predict the people that are going to be in your community, in your ward, or in your area, in your neighborhood. You can't predict how classes are going to go, the professor that you're going to have. You can't predict the career, and the job market. You can't predict these things. So if it doesn't work out the way you expected, okay, great. Now what? You weren't good at predicting things. I'm sorry, but how were you also good at predicting things? How were you good at moving on from this situation and figuring out the next step? How are you good at experiencing this kind of emotion and offering love to yourself in this moment and really feeling your feelings? How are you good in other aspects of your life. Yeah, maybe this aspect of your life isn't working. Maybe, you know, maybe you aren't really good at this class or test, but what else are you good at? What other classes are you good at? How are you good with your friends and social settings? How are you good with your family? What good are you doing? Because yeah, maybe you failed, but that doesn't mean you are a failure. And lastly, I'd like to expand my vision just like with this podcast, I didn't know I'd be here right now recording this on my bed two years ago, almost when I started this podcast. Two years ago, I just had the idea, "Eh, that'd be kind of fun. And then a couple months later, I finally acted on it. And here I am now. And so what I love to do is stretch out time. Okay, right now, maybe I think I'm a failure, or maybe I'm close to that because of this thing that I experienced, this thing that's bugging me. Yeah, I didn't get, you know, this relationship didn't work out. I thought it was going to be it. Like, oh my gosh, like I keep failing in this. Or like with this career, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go to another year of school because of this thing that happened or because of the circumstance. Like, I do not want to do this. Like, you know, or like when it comes to just mistakes that we are making, when it comes to You know, things that we maybe said were hurtful to other people. We've kind of damaged relationships or anything in which we feel broken or even just with our own selves, how we've treated ourselves and the thoughts that we're stuck in and the moments that are really hard. What is that going to be like in a week? How's that going to feel in a month? Are we going to still feel like we failed in three months? Are we going to even remember this in six, in a year? What about five years? What about in 10 years? Uh, (laughs) I was just thinking about the opposite. What about 11 years? No, anyway. (laughs) But what I really wanted to get at is like, what if at the end of your lifetime, you reach that? Is this present moment going to matter? I'm not saying that you don't matter. That's why we're doing this exercise. You matter so much. And so it matters that you don't label yourself as a failure because that could that could impact those years. That could truly impact what, getting what you want. Experiencing a failure, you're not going to remember that. I guarantee you in three months you might not remember that. Especially if you don't attack yourself for it, if you don't make yourself feel bad for it, if you don't label yourself as a failure. Because I can say, the mistakes that I made three months ago. I don't remember. But the mistakes that I made when I was a kid, when I was 16, when I was, you know, my first year as a freshman, I can remember those moments because one, they were powerful and I want to keep those kinds of memories because they remind me not to recreate those mistakes. So there's one, there's value in that. But two, I think it was because I really kind of labeled myself maybe not literally in my mind but the idea was still there that i had labeled myself as a failure for those kinds of moments now i obviously understand that and i have forgiven myself for that and there is power in being able to forgive yourself for you calling yourself a failure so i invite you to do that be able to take the time to look at yourself in the mirror Place your hand on your heart. Just really say, I'm sorry. Like, can you forgive me? You are not a failure. You are far more than the mistakes that you make and than whatever else is setting you back. Your goals, your desires, they matter. I say, go for them. Go after them as much as you can. Okay, my friends. I hope this helped you really been stuck on this idea of failure. And if you want to learn more about how to failure proof your life, this idea of going through setbacks about really taking it all in being emotionally and mentally healthy in all these hardships in the things that you're struggling with in failure while not making yourself a failure, you should attend my master class, I'm calling it Failure Proof Your Life. It is happening next Thursday, October 27th at 530 Mountain Daylight Time. Y'all should be there. It's going to be fantastic. And I mean, you can sign up in the link. Um, you'll get an email about it. You'll get a Zoom link. Um, and of course, if you can't make it, you will get the recording. So you should definitely sign up to guarantee you get that and tell all your friends about it. Tell anyone that is struggling with a failure in their life that they feel like they can't come back from something, whether it's their own fault or whether it's just the fault of the world or the fact that we're just living, like let them know that they're not a failure and and that they can actually believe that about themselves. And I can help you do that in this masterclass. So, I love you guys, honestly. You guys are amazing. You know, you're doing amazing things. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you for spending this time with me. I very much enjoyed it. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode was sponsored by Duke. You're awesome for signing up for a free coaching call. And special shout out to Yachty for being the newest podcast listener that I have talked to. You are awesome. Big shout out to you and to everyone. Keep it spicy.